fascinating to me anyway, just seeing people talking about things that I was exposed to many years ago and I was questioning and I was putting on audio, especially particularly with the dating. I was, you know, I was a person that was separated at that time in 2013 and I moved out and I'm just trying to figure out my whole life. Didn't have my house. You know, basically you're, you're as a man, your life is blown up and you have to start from scratch. You know, and at 36 years old at that time, it was a very unknown, uncharted waters. You're trying to figure out what happened and you're trying to figure out your journey of what you became and what you want to be. And of course, part of that journey for me is dating. It was like, okay, well, let me go out to the new world and find and, and just see what's out there. Right. And, and it was, and I think it was just so fascinating to me to talk about it for many years on the podcast, because I was always trying to give a perspective from a person, a single male that brought a lot to the table, but was also realizing the traps that you could fall into to be in a commitment with a woman or to have a woman like you, right? And when when I was reflecting back on that, I realized that, okay, I don't want to lie to women. I don't want to tell them what they want to hear because I know ultimately that that's what it is. If, if I want intimacy, which most guys do, especially when they're single and they're trying to you know, get new pussy and new energy. That's the way a lot of sexually active men can be. It's like, man, when we're divorced or not in a relationship, okay, where, where the hole's at? Let's go have sex. Let's go do the X, Y, and Z. So when I was dating, I, I wanted to do it differently. I wanted to do it in a way where I wasn't lying to anybody. I was being honest with them about who I wanted to be because I felt that's what got me into a lot of problems in any relationship. I wasn't truly conveying who I wanted to be. And of course, those things that I wanted to be just truly backfire, 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 backfire. And then what I, what I was realizing, though, even though the people that were accepting me and and they're going along, but they were pretending. So all this time, people don't truly show who they are. So when I was listening to this podcast and I, it's funny because now they call the world we live in right now, the Matrix. That's what they call it. Like, look, we're, we're fighting against the Matrix. And, and I'm like, wow, I guess I was fighting the matrix the whole time because I would be very curious as to why is it that women would be having all these expectations, but they don't match the resume that they want from a guy or they went ahead and ran through the gamut of being crazy and being careless. And now all of a sudden they're born again Christian. And the only way they'll consider me is if I'm seriously committed. And, and it was, and so it was a weird conversation seeing some people that I follow on YouTube, and one of them is uh, just recently came back on Andrew Tate, and all these guys, Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate. I've had people in the past tell me years ago, or, or tell me before when these guys started coming up, like, "Hey, this guy's been talking the same stuff you've been saying for years," and I listen to him, like, "Yeah, they do," and it's good, you know. I and I'm not, I'm not doing this for notoriety, even though it'd be nice if I'm getting a million dollars for this, but I'm not pursuing it like this. So here I am, just journaling my life away but when i hear those guys i'm just not in my head like yep that's that's what i've been saying that's what i've been saying because what what happens with a lot of people when you get into these arguments about relationships and what we should strive for and have and don't have is that people don't like generalities because they feel they're the exception in a lot of ways i know i can be an exception to the rule but i also understand generalities have to be applied right so when i know when i date somebody 
that has been in a marriage or fucked up marriage or not or bad relationships that trauma is going to carry over to how she views me and if she hasn't worked through it then guess what i'm stuck with dealing with trying to modify to something that she hasn't experienced before because god forbid i'm going to be the next villain in her story all right because she's already on the brink of just saying fuck guys and 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 i feel that when, when you're having these conversations like people are right now which i love it because it's showing what i was thinking i was like wait a minute this doesn't make sense like how can women think that men value marriage um not knowing that they're gonna get fucked in the ass when it comes to if, if things don't go right like i you know just recently i was in a relationship where i was intentions of getting married and i knew what i was getting into i said you know what i'm gonna get fucked if this doesn't work out i'm gonna get fucked right and i've always talked about not doing it but it's things like that where now these healthy conversations are coming about because women are understanding that yeah we wanted to be bad bitches we want to be boss and independent and i think there's there's a level of self-sufficiency you have to have but in a relationship you can play roles and i think women i what i'm noticing now in all these conversations that i'm listening to is that women the, the moment anything traditional is is asked of a woman to be somehow that's somehow demeaning that's somehow devaluing them and I, I just don't agree with that. You know, I, I don't know. Everyone has different roles. It's like, I always look at it like a basketball team, you know, a, a team effort. It doesn't mean like the offensive lineman that, that snaps the ball to Tom Brady, which is the quarterback. Like he's just as important. It's just that he doesn't get the notoriety or the respect in some aspect. He gets it from the quarterback, but everyone's role is important on the field. Everyone's role is important out there on the court. You just got to be a badass about it. And I think with men and women, what we've lost in this dynamic is how to be with each other. And when I hear all these people talk about the generalities of relationships, this this is how men think, this is how women think. I also know there's exceptions. So when I hear these conversations, I'm always saying to myself, well, at the end, you have to know who you are. And unfortunately for us, and I think for women more so, they're very, very dynamic. Like I was talking to somebody that were they're one person now and then six months later they're a totally different person because they're because of our conversations you're evolving and you're thinking okay that's what I really want to stand up for this is how I want to be in the world and and it's just this women are so dynamic they in my opinion they get easily bored where men especially at the later stages in life I, I think dating criteria is for different stages so what I was hearing these folks talking about was more of if you're trying to get married, this is what you need to do. But I think that applies to people that are 35 and under that never been married. Those conversations definitely resonate with that crowd, right? As far as how you need to be with a man, man wants respects. You know, man wants to feel loved, appreciated. He wants to feel respected at the end of the day. And I can't disagree with that 100%. I think that whenever you're in a household, you don't want to feel like, Everyone else comes before the man, the person that is financially responsible for most of the bills, is financially responsible or is making the sacrifices for you to live the way you're living. I'm not saying that you don't chip in or you don't contribute, but a big bundle of that, like this, we don't want to go to jobs, we don't want to go to work, but we have to because it's part of our duty, especially when we're in a family dynamic or if we want a family dynamic, right? 
So it is very fascinating to just hear these people talk about that, right? But when the stage that I'm in, when you've already been married, you already, uh, you know, had your experiences and you kind of are, are very set in who you are as a person, I, I feel you got to know who you are, what you have to be. And conversely, you have to also say to yourself, like for me, I know that the way I am is not something that a lot of women don't want to deal with, okay? What will make a woman deal with my things? Money. Right. If I'm able and, and it's like if I'm able to provide a lifestyle as crazy as it sounds, and there's a lot of women that are probably listening to this, if any, they're saying, you know what, that's fucking bullshit. No, because if I have fifty million dollars in my account and you never had to work a day in your life, a lot of the things that I want to experience, you probably be like, you know what? It's worth it. Because he's taking care of me, I'm set for life, so on and so forth. But because I'm an average guy, right? And because I'm a person that just works, take care of myself, I could do things for you, but not to the example of a multimillionaire person that's out there living their best life. But women are, they very much want that top level guy and they're not, but they're not willing to look at themselves in the mirror and, and be like, what do you bring to the table? What is it? Like, because you got to understand what is it that at this stage in life, what is it that you bring to the table that other people have to put up with? Okay? Do they have to put up with your controlling ways? Do they have to put up with the fact that you like socializing with your girls? Do you like going and having a girls' night out? Do, is it What is it about you that a lot of men are not going to like? You're just like with me, I know what a lot of women are not going to like. And then you got to be like, okay, if men are not going to like this, then what can I do to circumvent that? Right? And I think that those are the conversations that each and every one of us individually need to have. And it's not about putting it out there for the world here as far as what things, like I know my criteria. I know what I want on a personal level, an emotional level, an intimacy level. I know that. I know how I want the person to prioritize. And and that's, you know, Corn, I get it. I realistically, I profiled it already. And I feel it's going to be a woman in her 50s that has already been married, has kids out of the house. And she's very happy and very busy with her life. She has social club gatherings. She has church every Sunday. You know, she has her life set. She goes sees her 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 brothers, her moms. She has like family night. She has friend night. She has personal time. Like she has structured her life in a way where she loves her routine and she's loving a plus one. And then with a plus one, when we do things, then as time goes, we can maybe explore the possibility of merging lives. That's exactly, and I met those women, but they're much later on in stage in life, right? Like they're 55 and and, and things like that. And, and they're wanting to get a little more serious than I am right now, where ideally for me, I would like somebody that's in the trenches with parenting as well. And they understand that the relationship cannot be a top priority. I think that's something that I realized. But again, you see how I'm talking out loud about the things that are, are drawbacks but knowing that, okay, if I want to circumvent that, I either find people that are aligned with my views or I'm able to just have a lot more money because that's the equalizer. Just like with women, beauty is like an equalizer. Like a guy will put up with a lot of your shit if you take care of yourself. If you physically take care of yourself, guys will put up with a lot of shit. Not more, more than the average person. If, if you're hot, if you're good looking, if you take care of yourself... If you're the best version of who you can be, not trying to be Kim Kardashian and get plastic surgery, none of that. I'm just saying, 
you go and you work out four or five days a week, try to eat healthy, you try to keep your body nice and tight, you try to dress well, you try to you smell good, you clean, you're clean as hell, and you are the best version, you're gonna have guys, and especially if you pick a guy that is you know that he hit the jackpot with you, that guy isn't gonna leave you. You know, there's certain guys that understand at certain stages that when they're above their pay grade, like if I was to get like um I, I, I can't even think. If I was to get um, Kendall Jenner, the, the hottest Kardashian in my opinion, like the tall the tall model one, that one. I, I don't think she's got any plastic surgery because she, I mean, she looks like her mom in no pictures, but but she's hot. I think she's beautiful. You give me that, that's like above, I feel that's above my pay grade, personal. Tall, thin, looks smart, easy going, chill. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Lock me up. You know, but... So guys, for women, it's, it's a very simple thing. And he was explaining the points of you got to make a feel a man respected. You got to make a feel a man. Um, j- just make him not feel like he's a piece of shit or not make him feel as if and, and also tolerate his shit. Because if the trade off is what well, he, he's giving you a lifestyle that you want and conversely with women like, I, you know, I'll put up with certain stuff for women, but they got to give me certain things that I need. And I'm telling you. If I was to get those things, which is actually one, if I was to get that, I'd be like, okay, I'll put up with all the other shit. But because a lot of people, just like with women, like they, it it was interesting because he was just saying, you know, you want men to be loyal, to be committed, to be strict, but not the other nine things check off the box perfect, but that one thing. And it was funny because they were asking him the scenario, okay, would you be with a $35,000, a guy that makes $35,000, doesn't take care of himself, has dad bod, but he's loyal, he's never going to cheat on you. No one, none of those girls on the panel said, yeah, I'm all in for that. They were pushing back on that because that's, and that's my point, is that we all have standards. We all have things that we want to have in a partner, to be in love with, to enjoy, right? But you have to also look at yourself. And I feel that that's one of the things that's always missing in these conversations is that outside of generalities, which we have to live by, I, I do agree. I, I don't care what anybody says. Generalities are needed to walk in the world. Just like we know that men mostly like to create wars. Women more than likely uh, tend to be nurturers, right? It's not like, I mean, do you have an exception of a man being a nurturer? Absolutely. You know, do you have... For example, I was looking at stats today for men and women in the military because that's one thing as, you know, men go to war. I'm like, yo, no, women go to war too. But it's like a 60, it's like a 70, 30 split as far as men versus women in the military. I get it, you know, and I, I just feel that these honest conversations that can come across to a person that's sensitive, as misogynistic or as man bashing or women bashing or whatever, feminist, like if we just have these honest conversations out loud and just talk about the the irrational way of thinking, which is what I've always tried to talk about when it came to relationships. It's like, look, you got to know what you're bringing to the table. You got to know the good and the bad. You got to tell, you got to just throw it for me at this stage in life, when you're later on in life and you've already been married and divorced and have kids, I think it's just better to lay your cards out there. And if you're worried about being judged and that's not the person that you want to invest in. Right. And just conversely, like if you're being open and transparent and and it just doesn't mesh, it doesn't mesh. It's okay. But at least you guys are being honest and direct about what you want to experience. 
and I, and, I, and I feel if, if we had that mindset shift, because again, the women are the gatekeepers of sex. They were saying that in this podcast, and I'll leave with this. Like women, are the, I've always said this, women are the gatekeepers of sex, men are the gatekeepers of marriage, of, of, of a relationship, of a commitment. So for women, it, it would, he was just saying some traditional things about conserving yourself, waiting for the right guy. And I, I do agree with that if you're going through your first rodeo. I also believe like if you're promiscuous and if you intrinsically just have a desire to have multiple dicks, it's okay. Just don't tell anybody, you know, just, just keep it tight because people are not going to like that. Men are going to get grossed out that you're fucking around, that you've been fucking around with other men, that you know your way around a yacht or that you, you know your way around certain things like that. A, a younger man is going to not be excited about you know, making the world all about you. But when you're older, I think that's a different perspective, right? Because you already been there. Everyone knows you've been there and done that. And I, and ultimately, when I hear these conversations, it's all about you being honest. And, and, you know, that's why I always resonate with married women when I talk to them, because they've always been straight, honest, direct, upfront. And when you go to the dating scene, believe it or not, when people are single, they're hiding all the other guys are talking to. They're hiding their true intentions. They're hiding their insecurities. They're hiding who they are. And it's and I wish we could. I think it would be much better if people were not judged for what they wanted to experience in intimacy. And I just wish that we uh, didn't make marital status a bragging, especially women, uh, uh, a thing of. Oh, look at me. I'm married. Look at me. I have this nice house. Look at me. I have this nice car. And if we stop that and we just had honest, genuine conversations, you may not live in your ideal situation, but people will be more happier because they found partners that they're more compatible with. But asking people to be transparent, to be honest with themselves and conveying that truth and then knowing what their uh, compatibility tiers are and then finding somebody that is like minded in that sense it's a challenge you know and and I, and I think that's the problem with me is that i'm always gonna be a person that's always gonna push back like i, I was getting in a conversation uh, at this party and i was letting it be known very clear it's like look i have a very simple rule i'm not gonna tell you what to do but you're not gonna tell me what to do like there's no woman that's gonna come in my life and try to control how i talk what i say what i do simply because I'm in a good place in life. That's why I have a problem with family and people trying to tell me what to do that haven't had any input or any influence in my life. It's a it's a very uh, strong trigger for me. So when I have a woman that wants to come in that didn't buy my house, didn't buy my cars, didn't have my money, whatever it is, and is trying to come in and tell me how to dress, how to act, how to do these things at this stage in life is something that is non-negotiable to me. And women run away from that because guess what? All t uh, because subconsciously, they have a desire to change the guy. They have a desire to say, okay, I like these things about him, but you know, I'm gonna alter some things about him. I'm, a, you know, I want him to be 30 pounds lighter, or I want him to dress better, or I don't want him to think like that so much about you know X, Y, and Z. And that's how women think. It's like they go into it with this mindset of changing guys, especially at this stage. And it's like, look, just know who you are. Just, it's okay to generalize men, but just give people.
people the benefit of the doubt to convey their truth. Men and women. And I and unfortunately for me, um, navigating in a world of wanting to be honest and transparent with people is a very ugly scenario because it doesn't lead to success. It doesn't lead to, to me uh, being with multiple women all the time and, you know, and all these things that people are perplexed about me not being in a relationship. And it's like it's very simple because I'm not compromising who I am as a person for the sake of being with somebody that is going to give me conditional support, conditional love. And as long as I provide, as long as I play along with how she wants me to be, then she'll give me love, but it's on her terms. It doesn't work that way. Men, we get respect. We want to be who we want to be. And then women, we have to show you love. We have to show you that we appreciate you for letting us be who we need to be. And that definition of what that person needs to be varies from person to person. But you have to really convey that. And I think these are great conversations that we're, we're having out there. And, and I'm thankful because now I'm not the only one that felt this way. I'm not the only one that was questioning all, all these just flipping roles and and now women just like demanding and acting like they're fucking guys. And it's like, dude, like I get it. But what do you bring to the table? Like, do you have houses? Do you have cars? How much money do you make? Like, are you like the boss? And and I'm not saying that there aren't women that aren't bosses. That, that, that And I think that's the beautiful thing about this modern world is that women can truly choose who they want to be. If they want to be a housewife, they can choose to be a housewife. If they want to be an independent boss bitch, you just got to know what those both lanes entail. You know, when you're being more domesticated, you're probably going to, you know, you want to be with a man you can respect so he can be the the leader of the house and there's some women that don't want to navigate in that lane i get it you know but for everybody man these solutions are different and i think it's it's good to generalize and then okay how do i fit into that generalization okay i'm not that way okay why am i not that way people just need to dig into we have all the answers man i mean it's fascinating because you know i never read much of self-help books or anything like that it's I, a lot of these answers was for me looking in the mirror and saying to myself, okay, why is it that this happened? How could you have prevented this outcome, right? Just like just learning from our prior relationship, it's like realizing that, hey, people change dynamically. I've always accounted for that, but sometimes you have to vet a little harder and, and get some cold hard answers because I think people sometimes when you tell them one thing and then when they experience it their reaction is different and i get that but i i feel that ultimately when you are i don't even know where i was going with this but i i just feel that you know i learned something from my every prior relationship as as far as how i want to move forward and learning about myself learning about not about the, you know, it's not like the person is a villain in my book, but it's it's more of saying, okay, this is what happened. This was the journey of it. I thought I was ready. These are the things that happened. These are the triggers. How can I move forward and and be better from it? You know, and I, and I just think it's just reiterating even more, hey, this is what I want to experience. These are my expectations. Like, I let it be known now. Like, look, after my last relationship, I realized that blending a relationship with my co-parenting dynamic 
is not something that's going to work out for a lot of people. You may be the exception and I get that. But as of now, I'd rather keep that separate. Uh, I want to talk to somebody that is understanding of keeping dating life and family life separate and navigating that way until the kids are grown, until things are, are, are done in a certain way where we no longer have parenting as a top priority. And then we're able to be our individuals and hopefully we're compatible and then we can figure out what that life looks like. Right. And I think that's that's the growing that I did from that relationship. I realized that, hey, you know, that there were some things that I did with co-parenting that were are not going to rub people the right way. There are some things that I do with parenting that are not going to rub people the right way. And I get it. But you haven't been in my life for a long time to make those corrections or to come along with me and make those adjustments when it was needed right so i have to unwind those things on my own i have to figure a lot of those things on my own and i i feel that's the that's how everyone in my opinion just needs to look at our relationship just take your own accountability uh be able to just say these things and learn from it and be able to say okay it's not about trauma because you know you go only hang on to that stuff and this is a long rant i'm sorry i haven't done one of these in a while but i just feel like whenever resentment is the biggest evil in a relationship dynamic in any relationship whether it's family whether it's dating whether it's friendships whenever you have a built-in resentment or you feel that resentment building in for somebody it's that's when and in this topic of dating it's a that's what you're trying to avoid ultimately so if you're trying to live a life and remember you don't want to feel resentment but you also don't want to give that other person resentment because the resentment and negative feelings manifest into a lot of bad stuff and that's why i say i go back to again just being transparent being who you are being honest with yourself and conveying that and the recipient of that being okay with it you know there's been there's women out there that just want a one woman man they want like all these traditional stuff. that's great that's great you know but can you do these things for me and they're like no you know i'm not into that whatever or i'm just not about that or this is i need to spend this x amount of time with you and i'm like, okay well you know i can't do that i would love to but it's not it's not conducive in my schedule or my point of life right now and but i think it's respect it's men giving women the love that they want to feel and then women have to honor the men that they respect and now again remember you're the gatekeeper of sex so if there's some things you don't like about that guy then you have to make that decision and that red flag and saying okay these are things that long term i'm not going to be okay with so I'm not going to go along with this ride hoping that he's going to change. And I think that's another big fallacy that we have in dating is that people fall into this hope and potential. I did too. I mean, I, I, I did just recently thinking that my partner would be able to hold up her end and be able to, you know, step up like a boss bitch that I know she can be. But that didn't happen, unfortunately. Not not, not saying it was anyone's fault, but it, it was just understanding that hope is something that we have to uh, tame and temper and and look at the realistic picture. And I think that when you have a relationship, especially at at the later stage in life that I'm in, you realize that, hey, it's about you understanding who you are, what you want to experience. And it it gets clearer as every experience that happens doesn't pan out. 
you realize, okay, this is what I want. I, I, I tried it. This is what went wrong. This person, in, in my least example, this person was not able to uh, fully accept at times or was frustrated uh, with, with the dynamics of me and my co-parenting and the way I parented. And that was something that was not uh, enjoyable for that person to watch. And I get it. And, and I and guess what? But there were things about that person that I didn't like, but I dealt with. I was like, okay, cool. I'll deal with it. You know, but you were constantly dealing with my deal breakers, which was like, I don't want to argue. I'm not into fighting. I'm, I'm, I just want to have conversations and I want to be unfiltered. And I've always been unfiltered since day one. And now all of a sudden you have a problem with me being unfiltered, you know, so you just learn a lot of things. And again, nothing. And, and I get it because every response from her was justifiable. It was just that once we were both myself and herself able to be fully clear of what we wanted to experience in the relationship, you realize that you're not compatible. Okay. You think you are, but then as you get along deeper into it, you realize, oh, no, nah, this is not, this is going to build resentment. This is going to build negative things that are just not conducive of being with somebody. Like you're better off being by yourself. And, and I just went that all elongated way because I wanted just people to understand that when it comes to dating and relationships, there's different stages in life to it, right? But there's one phase of it when before marriage, I call it the BM, before marriage. And then you have AM, after marriage. And you, you have a way of going about business before you get married. You know, like I'm going to tell my daughter, look, don't have any kids with anybody unless you're married, unless you guys are exclusively together. Don't have that. Even though I champion guys not to have it, my goal is for my daughter, like, hey, listen, if you want to get married, you get married. You know, but if you want to have kids, have kids. But make sure that you get married because it forces you guys to go through growing pains. And, and I'm going to teach her the, the the things to look out for guys, just like I've talked about here. And and I'm just going to tell her this is what, you know, understanding the person that she's with, getting to know them, I'm going to let her know, like, okay, this is how I believe he wants you to be. Now, it's your choice whether you want to be with him or not, but this is how what he wants from you. Okay, can you give that to him? Okay, you can't? Okay, well, then you shouldn't go through with it. You love him, I get it, but you're going to build a lot of resentment, you're going to build a lot of negative energy for being with this person because you you really have some things that don't match up with you and vice versa. You don't you don't want him to, to be resentful because he can't be the way that he wanted to be in the relationship. We, you know, and, and, and I think it comes back to true transparency, not worrying about being judged. And uh, there's just so many different things. Um, but this is a long rant because I was listening to a long ass conversation that is still going on. Give it time. This ain't my body.